Hello everyone and welcome to the first ever episode of the Boots and Trunks podcast here on the We Don't Know Wrestling podcast feed. My name is of course Jamesy and if you're listening to this you'll most likely remember me from the British wrestling experience over on Post Wrestling or the short-lived Match of the Month podcast over on Grapple. I'm going to call this episode zero of the podcast. It will serve purely as an introductory show where I lay out my plans for what we hope to achieve. I'd also like to take a quick look back at 2020 and draw a line under what was a very difficult and challenging year for us all. So the first question you might have, dear listener, is why start yet another wrestling podcast in an already oversaturated marketplace? The answer really is quite simple. I miss it desperately. As I mentioned earlier, it was my great honour and privilege to spend over a year as a co-host of the BWE, and it really meant the world to me. The mental health value of having a platform from which to express yourself and air your views cannot be underestimated. I miss talking to the lads, I miss the camaraderie, I miss the crack, I miss the listener feedback, I miss the burials and the salt, and most of all, I miss getting to speak with passion about the hobby I love. So why not return to the BWE? Before I address that, I'd like to take this opportunity to publicly thank Martin and Benno, and indeed John and Way over at Post Wrestling, for inviting me to be part of the team back in March 2019. They believed in me when perhaps I didn't believe very much in myself, and the confidence that gave me is priceless. I have so many fond memories of my time on the show, from the draft show, to the interviews we did, to the year-end show, to the absolute catharsis that was the constant burials of NXT UK. More than anything though, we became friends, and their continued friendship is more important to me than anything else. They are both the very best in the business, and if I can emulate even a fraction of their dedication and professionalism in future, I'll be a very happy man. As far as I'm concerned, the BWE has always and will always be the podcast of record for British and European wrestling, and as long as it goes to air, I'll be a listener and supporter. And likewise, at a time when so many of the places we look to for our wrestling news and analysis seem out of touch with the modern world, post-wrestling stands alone as a beacon of decency and reliability with John and Way at the helm. Sadly, the elephant in the room, of course, is speaking out. In a year where the global pandemic meant we needed the distraction of pro wrestling more than ever, we were badly failed by European pro wrestling and those running it. More importantly than that, so many victims were failed and continue to be failed by European wrestling. Once again, the bravery of everyone that came forward is to be saluted and should never be forgotten. Any discussion of this topic should continue to be victim-centred and be treated with the utmost sensitivity. Sadly, I'm extremely pessimistic that British and Irish wrestling has learned the lessons of 2020 and have grave doubts that the appetite exists for true change. Nothing I've seen in the response by those from the highest level down gives me any reason to continue to support British and Irish wrestling in its current form. I was, and still am, extremely proud of the coverage we gave to speaking out on BWE in the summer, and Emma G of the Journey to Gorilla Island podcast deserves special mention here for her unique wisdom and insight. But I also know in my heart of hearts that those podcasts were the last I would ever do covering that particular scene. I cannot in good conscience continue to cover a scene in which I have lost all faith. Quite frankly, British and Irish wrestling does not deserve my time, money or the effort that goes into podcasting about it. Truth be told, for quite some time the events of 2020 left me thinking that my time as a fan of wrestling was over. 
the loss of people for whom I had huge respect in Larik Sanka and Casey Michael only added to what felt like a never-ending tsunami of sadness last year. For me, this year had a more catastrophic impact on my wrestling fandom than even the Benoit murder-suicide. For a prolonged period, I completely switched off from pro wrestling. I deleted every pro wrestling podcast from my podcast app. I closed my Twitter account. I left a number of chat groups that I had been a long-time member of. In short, I had enough. I was angry and disillusioned and I needed to be away from it all. Even when I came back to Twitter, I went so far as to mute dozens of wrestling accounts in a vain attempt to block it all out. I even went so far at one point as to mute the word pro wrestling. Not only did speaking out have a huge toll on my fandom, it also took a massive toll on me personally. I vaguely alluded to it previously, but I also have a history of being abused in the past by people who should have been keeping me safe. It's not something I've kept to myself out of any sense of shame or guilt, but rather it was something I thought had been resolved a long time ago. However, the entire experience of speaking out reopened those old wounds. I was so angry back in the summer. I would go for long walks almost in a blind rage simply because I didn't know what else to do with myself. It took me a long time to work things out and get it all out of my system, and being away from wrestling was the only way I could do that. And slowly but surely, as I began to feel better, the old wrestling itch started to come back. I found myself seeing a conversation about wrestling online and wanted to join in almost in spite of myself. The truth is, that wrestling, for all its many flaws, is the thing that brings me the most joy in the world. Nothing beats that feeling of watching a match or an angle that just hits the right note, or the joy of discovering a new wrestler or match that you haven't seen before. Wrestling is not just like any other hobby. It has the ability to make you feel things on a level that few if any other medium can manage. When it's good, it's great, and when it's done properly, there is nothing else like it. It will always be a part of who I am. I've learned lessons from the year gone by and I've sought to find a fandom that is healthier than that which I had before. No longer will I put the likes of David Starr on a pedestal from which they're immune to criticism. Gone are the days of immersing myself in spreadsheets and that constant pressure to keep up with everything that happens in every promotion. A hobby should never become a chore. The current pro wrestling landscape is such that I'm now going to be honest with myself and more valuing of my precious time. The vast majority of current pro wrestling I can happily let pass by and I'm far more selective in who and what I watch. The summer allowed me the chance to reconnect with many of my non-wrestling hobbies and I won't let them be pushed to the background in favour of wall-to-wall pro wrestling again. Which nicely brings me to this podcast. While there is a certain sense of sadness at the loss of local wrestling from my viewing habits, with that loss comes an opportunity to explore areas of wrestling I haven't had time to focus on in recent years. The name of the podcast, the Boots and Trunks podcast, comes from a Zach Gibson promo. It basically refers to the old-school, hard-hitting technical wrestlers who simply wrestle their match without relying on over-the-top gimmicks or flashy offense. In short, it will be a podcast reflective of my taste in wrestling. Anyone familiar with me knows that I tend to gravitate towards mat-based, hard-hitting wrestling. As time goes on, I found myself less and less impressed by big moves, multiple kickouts and high-flying offense. I actively seek logic and things that make sense in my wrestling. I love nothing more than seeing evidence that a wrestler has thought long and hard about their craft. I'm more likely to be energised by somebody throwing in a little bit of good limb selling than I am a spectacular closing stretch. 
I value the little things in wrestling. Nick, like Nick Bockwinkle cranking in a headlock with all his might to make it as look as painful as possible. I value efficiency in wrestling. I believe that there's no need to spend 40 minutes telling a drawn out story where 20 minutes would suffice. I love when wrestlers take the time to do unique and consequential things in the opening segments of a match that hold my interest, instead of treating those moments like something just to be endured so they can get to the so-called good stuff. I believe that a wrestling match should look, feel and sound like a fight. I enjoy matches more when the effort is made to tell a coherent story rather than the match being a random exchange of moves. There should be an inherent sense of struggle about everything that happens in a wrestling ring. The most important thing should be winning the match and everything a wrestler does from bell to bell should be done with this goal in mind. In short, I would like this podcast to be a celebration of those that wrestle with these principles in mind. They're often the lesser known or underrepresented and underappreciated names and I would like to shine a light on their work. As previously mentioned, one of the things that has become essential to my physical and mental well-being this year has been walking. The simple pleasure of going for a long walk and losing myself in a great podcast is something to be cherished. I would love nothing more than to have the privilege of being able to provide even a few people with that sense of contentment for a few minutes each month. If even one person listens to and enjoys my work, I would consider this a worthwhile endeavour. I've listened to a broad range of both wrestling and non-wrestling podcasts lately, and I hope to draw from their influence. I'm a big fan of the TIFO football podcasts and videos on YouTube, and I feel like something of that style would translate well to pro wrestling. One of my great pleasures in life is listening to the Blind Buy podcast every week. That style of relaxed, informal delivery and his way of turning the listening experience into what he calls a podcast hug is something I would love to replicate here. One of the things that is very important to me is that this podcast does not become like a second job. If it becomes hard work, it will lose the sense of joy I want to bring to it. My aim is to produce around 16 episodes in 2021. That feels doable and sustainable without making the podcast and research for it the only reason I watch wrestling. There will be no strict timetable. I plan to record when a topic arises about which I feel passionate. I'm not going into this project aiming to appeal to the broadest possible fan base or worry too much about listener numbers. The subject matter will at times be quite niche, but I hope that anyone that listens will gain something from it. More than anything, I'll be using this project as a way to rediscover my love of wrestling. 2020 was the greatest test yet for many people's love of wrestling. We Irish have a phrase called Glunder Cree, which literally translates as a wonder of the heart. I hope that this podcast journey will help me rediscover my Glunder Cree for this wonderful and challenging hobby. If you're someone whose interest has wavered in the last few months, maybe I can help you too. Finally, all that's left for me to do is to thank Sam at We Don't Know Wrestling for agreeing to have me and for giving me this platform. Follow the We Don't Know Wrestling podcast network on Twitter at WDKWPN. That's at WDKWPN, if you don't already, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. If you're not familiar with the network, I'd especially recommend the Psychology is Dead series, hosted by Quentin and Brock, as some of the best researched and insightful audio you'll ever hear. The QNTR podcast, hosted by Quentin and Tim, for their takes on more current wrestling. And Sam's new podcast, looking back at the short-lived glorious insanity that was Wrestling Society X. Special thanks also to my friend, the wonderful and talented Senon, that's at Sonic Alley, on Twitter for designing the podcast's amazing new logo. I'd love if you followed the podcast Twitter account as well, that's at Boots Trunks, 
That's at Boots Trunks. And I'd love to hear your feedback on there. In closing, I'd like to wish anyone listening all the very best for 2021. 2020 was an absolute bastard of a year and one that challenged us all in many different ways. But lads, we did it. We made it through in spite of it all. We're still standing. Now I'm off to figure out how to actually edit this thing and to watch some Chris Hero matches, which may be a little hint as to the subject matter of the upcoming episode one. Thank you all sincerely for listening. Slán live, agus gurav míle maha gulf galer.